We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday... Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. And they're going to pick guys like Phillips and Stanislas and they're going to realize they have all this money left over and they're going to be way too tempted and they're going to say, you know what, I'll just take De Bruyne or I don't need Benteke because I can get Aguero and people are going to start paying up and it's going to ruin their whole life. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host Mike Gottlieb and with me as always is Andrew Laird. Uh, Andrew, I have a quick hair update. Uh, I know you asked uh, right before we started the podcast so I figured I'd share it with the rest of the public. Uh, I have now entered into phase two of hair growth which means that it's long enough to pull back kind of. So I use a, I use a hair band now to kind of uh, contain the, the, the locks, the flowing locks that I currently have. So – a brief hair update for all the people that were, I know, deeply entrenched into this story. It, it can't be that brief because I have a follow-up question. Is the hairband strictly um, 
Like, is the look of the hairband strictly a practical situation, or do you... It's four-man function. So, I mean, it does it does perform the function of training my hair to go back instead of off to the side, which is what it's been doing for the past few months. Uh, so, But it also, you know, it's... If I just tried to put my hair back, uh, my hair is... Uh, so, uh, as as a Jewish person, uh, my hair tends to grow straight out and not like long. So it's it's puffy, uh, especially along the part lines. So it, it's not exact. It wouldn't look like a Mel Kiper helmet, if if you will. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Um. I I just meant. Did you buy the hairband as oh, a no, style no, accessory uh, itself? Uh, uh. No, I am actually borrowing my wife's. Oh. Okay. So she has like four of them, and I just use one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. All right. I have no follow-up questions to that. It, it, it was referred to by someone at work as a man quaff. Not that long ago. I don't really know what that means. I was gonna say if somebody know. said that to me, I'm not sure I would know what that means. But... I'm not sure if they were making fun of me or not, but I just took the compliment and went along my merry way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, if anyone on Twitter can, if there's like an Urban Dictionary thing for man quaff, uh, just. You know, just link it to at Sports by Gotti, G-O-T-T-I, which is me, and at Rotowire Andrew for Andrew. Uh, shameless Twitter plug for no reason. <laughs> How did that uh, come up? Did they were were they just like walking by and they were like, "Whoa, nice, whatever it was"? Or were you uh, actually talking get, about your uh, hair? Uh, all right, no, yes, we were. Uh, so okay. here's what happened. Uh, I'll get into the long, uh, kind of. People long aren't story. here for the soccer, Mike. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, so uh, our, the company I work for was celebrating its golden birthday. It, okay, here's another. Hold on. <laughs> if I asked if I asked you what the golden birthday was, how would you describe that? Um, I know what a golden birthday is for like humans, whereas like what, what, my what is the golden bir- birthday for humans? It's when you turn the age of the day, the date that you were born. So right. like when you, I was my <laughs> our birthday is September twenty fourth, and so when our golden birthday would have been when we turned twenty four. Yes, so I, I so only about two people in my company of, or at least my office uh, in the uh, my region of the company, two out of the twenty people that were there knew what the golden birthday even was. The rest of us just thought it was fifty, because of like the anniversary. The mm-hmm. golden anniversary is fifty. Okay. And we we're like, no, we're turning we're turning eighteen, and they go, yeah, but it's on the eighteenth, and I'm like, what what does that mean? <laughs> like it doesn't actually mean anything. But uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, so so we were celebrating the golden birthday and we were all just sitting around introducing ourselves because uh, there were some new people that were joining the team. And uh, I was introduced as the guy with the man quaff. Oh, OK. So that's how it came up. Like so somebody just like pointed at you and they were like yeah. that guy with the man quaff is Mike Gottlieb. That's correct. OK. I wouldn't um, I wouldn't consider that a compliment. No, probably not, 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 not I, in terms of like calling you, calling it a man quaff, but like, I think that was just more descriptive than complimentary. It's not like he was like, and that guy in the very nice red shirt is Mike Gottlieb. He was just kind of describing you like the equivalent of being like, and that guy over there with the glasses is Dave. That's really funny because my brother's name is Dave and he does wear glasses. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but he does not work in the same office as mm, me. Totally. All right. Uh, <sighs> is this a soccer podcast? Yeah. Right. Sorry. Uh, I don't. I, I get need, my hair I need, and I, soccer I podcast need, mixed up. I need. I need every distraction possible. Yeah. <laughs> at this moment in time. So. Well, there. Uh, any, anything. Anything is welcome. I have uh, one final question about the hair, and I promise we can move on. Oh, I apologize no, no. to the listeners. Any questions? Even many though questions. I don't. I really don't. 
mean the apology. Um, is there any sort of product that you require for it now, or is it just the headband? I will. I will typically put pomade in. Oh, uh, just to just to it's really, light. You know? Really, it's, it's a nice cement it down. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't put a lot in there. Hmm. I'm not actually. I'm, it actually is. It's actually gone by the end of the day. Just the pomade. I I have very thick hair, so hmm. it. it for a second, I thought you meant like the whole container of pomade. I'm like, dude, you cannot use that much. No, no, okay. I I use like a dime size. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let's get to the football. Yeah. All right. Yes. Uh, that 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 sport that we covered. Uh, you much more than me, but uh, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I, I'll I'll pro- I'll provide the hair talk. You provide the soccer talk. Perfect. All right. Let me set you up really nicely. We are previewing game week number 22. Can't believe it's that far into the season already. I was thinking the same thing the other day. Uh, it's it's amazing, right? Yeah. It's, well, it's because of the holiday fixtures, right? We went from like yeah. the teens to the early 20s. Yeah, we went from like 9 to 21. Two weeks. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Liverpool. Swansea City, 7.30, Saturday, January 21st, or 4.30 Pacific, which is where I will be on Saturday. Um, uh, it'll be a, it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough watch, especially because uh, Swansea are involved. I'll probably uh, wake up, wake up from a nap, uh, watch Liverpool score five goals in the first 20 minutes and then go right back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, this uh, has every reason to be a, just a total bloodbath. Um, it's almost like. We're almost benefiting from not having Liverpool on the slate because on the main like uh, fantasy slates because the you know it's like how many guys are you going to pick from this game? But uh, it'll be interesting at least to see where Liverpool go up front. They've kind of Divock Origi has been playing a lot better than Daniel Sturridge of late, but it's possible they don't start either of them because Philippe Coutinho's back, and before he went down, um, neither of them were starting. So. We saw Roberto Firmino kind of playing in the nine and then uh, Coutinho and Lalana on the wings. Um, so uh, they could go to like a 4-3-3 with uh, Henderson and Emery Chan and Wijnaldum uh, kind of in the middle. But um, I don't know. I have I see very little upside on the Liverpool forwards named Daniel Sturridge. <laughs> yeah, uh, Daniel Sturridge, who has now promised to leave in the summer. <laughs> Meaning they promised him or he promised to leave? both oh great i, I guess I, I don't know i just heard big letters uh daniel oh. surge promised to leave like oh. great um i mean in fairness he probably should um and i've heard the dutch league is nice this time of year <laughs> i'm sure i mean there will be i bet there would be 15 premier league clubs if not more that would take him immediately yeah because he's english yeah not because he's particularly good or he's shown anything in the premier league but, but because he's english even even so i think he I think he'd be able to to play on most teams. The question really here is how many James Milner penalties will there be in this game? <laughs> the only way he scores. Uh, seven? Zero? I don't know. It's, you know, All right, you I'm can't depend on seven, that stuff. I'm going to go with seven penalties. So it'll be seven, zero, Liverpool. All okay. penalties, all James Milner, all the time. Would you play Sigurdsson in a all-day slate? Sure. <laughs> all right. I, I I mean, he's not going to have the ball much, yeah. but it's you know, whatever offense does happen. Someone has to get it. Like, you know, like in the NBA, like you get like every team's going to get to like 80 points, 90 points and someone has to score them. Yeah, but like they'll 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 get they'll get to like five or six crosses or 10 oh, crosses yeah. and and someone's got to get them. Yeah. 
Um, I, I mean, it's. It, it, I mean, it all depends. I mean, his price point is probably pretty high still. Yeah. Even they, but it is going down at least. It's trending in the value direction. Is it? I don't know. And Liverpool's defense. Let's be honest. It's not like it's the best in the business. Uh, no, but they've had some decent defensive results lately. Yeah. Well, no, Joel Matip, right? Because of uh, yeah, that's still that whole situation with what a mess with uh, with FIFA. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's he's a big miss. So, uh, but either way, I mean, Ragnar Klavan's been playing pretty well in his place, and hard to trust a guy named Ragnar. <laughs> Sounds like he's the villain of a cartoon movie. Uh, uh, um, maybe the Smurfs. Maybe the bad guy in the Smurfs. <laughs> Ragnar, yeah. yeah, like that. He'd be Gar. He'd be or or like he'd be like Gargamel's sidekick. I was just about to say. I think He Man actually. Made, uh, you think he man? Okay. Made, yeah. Um, right. What are we talking about? Ragnar Klavan. Uh, yeah. So I would uh, like. W- would you pay up for Coutinho? Uh, yeah. Like, so that's really the question. If you if you're gonna yeah. go and say Liverpool is gonna blast yep. Swansea, who do you go for first? Yeah, I mean Coutinho is gonna have the most chances created, probably, which is why he's in my Taga perfect eleven. Even though, like, I don't particularly like. Mm-hmm. Philippe Coutinho, yeah, but that's the reason why he'll be the focal point yeah. as far as Liverpool going forward, especially because they're going to be able to transition from defense to offense because Swansea are not very technical with possession. Mm. So he's the guy that does it, and when that happens, he tends to score points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, have you taken anything from Paul Clement yet? No. Yeah. Too early. Uh, I've taken that he uh, he has very similar beginnings than uh, um, very similar beginnings to uh, Bob Bradley. So that you know that's the only thing I can take from it. But Bob Bradley had more time than Clement currently. But at current pace, he'll suffer the same fate. I was well. I don't. That was kind of going to be my other question. Like, do you actually think he? I mean, they they couldn't possibly fire Clement after eleven games. Um, but well, yeah. Well, yeah, then what happens if he's at eight points in eight games? Yeah. Well. Then, then, then they'll be relegated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, then it's that simple, and they'll probably just stick with him and see if he wants to manage in the championship next season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, this is—I mean, this is what you get. You go from Real Madrid to Swansea and uh, Bayern, I believe. Yeah, both Bayern. Yeah, he was the—he was also, I think, the first team yes. coach at yeah. Real Madrid as well. Yeah. He's had some big assistant jobs. Yep. All right, let's get off this game. This. Yikes. Does the Clavin part of Ragnar Clavin sound like it would be like a the like the sidekick of like the, not like the bad guy in a movie, but like one of his like disciples, like Bebop and Rocksteady? That'd be Clavin, like a henchman. Yeah, like a henchman. That's the yeah. word I was looking for. Thank you. Um, sure. I'll give sure. that to you. All right. Uh, let's all. <laughs> thank you. Uh, let's go over to West <laughs> Brom to the to the Hawthorns, where West Brom will take on Sunderland. Uh, this is a game where Sunderland will continue there. Only four people can score a goal because it's Jermaine Defoe or nobody in this one. And this is a Tony Pulis game at home against a bad team, which means that they'll probably let up five goals for some reason. I don't know why. West Brom? Yes. No way. They're going to score five. This is it. This is this is when you want these guys. There's going to be a lot of people on Matt Phillips. Asylum and Rondon's probably going to score, so he'll be on a GPP lineup. Um, I noticed that you guys ranked him pretty highly. I, did, I don't understand it. Home against Sunderland. What else, what else is there to need to understand? 
Solomon. Okay, fine. He's still not a good forward. Um, like just because he has a good matchup doesn't make him any better. Like he's still Solomon Rondo. Yeah, but he scores against crummy teams. Occasionally, not, that's not that's not a consistent thing. Um, I, I disagree. I, I would argue that he has scored against every crummy team this year. I'm looking at it right now. Here we go. Crystal Palace, West Ham, Stoke, Burnley, and the hat trick against Swansea. Perfect. He had five shots against at Sunderland earlier in the year. Did not oh, score. score? Oh, <laughs> oh, maybe he just needs some Hawthorne's home cooking. That's Who what knows? I was just. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, sure. well, well, yeah, but now it's David Moyes, and it was David Moyes the first time too. So, yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not going heavy on Salomon Rondon, but I. I Would see you no go reason he- not to go heavy on Matt How Phillips? This? How about this? Would you rather have a combination of Matt Phillips and Solomon Rondon, or would you rather have like um, like a Ben Foster and Craig Ben? Fo- yeah, ben, I, I did it right this time. Ben Foster and Craig Dawson, not Craig Foster or um, Ben Dawson. Um, I would, yeah, I would look for defenders elsewhere. Because you think so? Okay, so you think this is scoring on both sides. Well, I just think I would get more points from Phillips and Rondon. I think, basically, I think the attacking I would, points would I, get me. I, would, I mean, I think it's like whatever you get out of Rondon would be icing on the cake, and it's just the question of whether Phillips can outscore both Foster and. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't expect Foster much and... out of Dawson. Yeah, he's been he's been a little dull this year. Yeah, he's not. And and with... how about this? How about this? I'll change it. Chris Brunt and and Ben Foster. Well, the problem is, is that Brunt is a midfielder everywhere. And you yeah, except except for the official game where he's a defender. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, I would. I still. I like Phillips more. Though um, I was speaking with I don't even know what his actual name is, um, Davo from uh, Fantasy Football Backers, and I were chatting earlier today, and he was saying I thought you were going to say Davo from Ben and Blazers, in which no. case I would have said where was I? No, <laughs> um, Davo ten ninety nine. He goes by on DraftKings, but. Uh, yeah, he runs fantasy football backers, and he was making the point that Matt Phillips is the reason that uh, West Brom's conversion rate is so high this year and is unsustainable. Not not that he's so good that it's high because of him, but that his unsustainable conversion rate is the reason why West Brom have been doing so well this year. And so, obviously, if that regresses, which it should since it's so high, then West Brom are going to regress. Um, but... I kind of came back and said, I, I can't see West Brom regressing home against Sunderland. That's why Nasser Chadley is there to pick up the Close. unsustainable paces that other people leave behind. Uh, they are going to pay 10 million pounds for Jake Livermore. Uh, to really lock up that defense. Uh, uh. <laughs> in fairness, we did crap all over Gareth McCauley in our last podcast. so As we should have. Yeah. And they also sold Craig Gardner, who I also don't like yeah. at all. So they're getting better. Yes. Yeah, Craig Gardner, who uh, is one of the dirtier players that I've seen in a long time. <laughs> right. So if, right, you think just, Sunderland, I, I, if you think Sunderland's going to score, but you're only willing to go as far as Jermaine Defoe. Uh, Jermaine Defoe, Patrick Van Onholt. That's okay. it. That is all. Hmm. Maybe a Donald Love assist. <laughs> Van Onholt's at least on DraftKings, has been such a trap. Like, he's not crossing at all for a player who's known for being an attacking fullback. 
Admiral Van Anholt. It's a trap or Van Van Akbar. Patrick Van Akbar. Oh, I see what you're trying to do there. <laughs> it was it was very convoluted. I couldn't quite. <laughs> <laughs> My mental faculties just weren't firing at 100 yeah, percent there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, like, I like I like Matt Phillips a lot this week. Yeah, well, Matt Phillips is going to be a, a very popular pick everywhere, and I just like that it justifies our our love for him when he was a QPR player and who was not sold to the Premier League for a while, and we were just dumbfounded by it. That was frustrating. But he's here now, so we're all good. Okay. All right. Speaking of all good now, Crystal Palace under Big Sam, just joking, they are taking on Everton, and Everton coming off the big 4-0 victory over Manchester City. No one really saw that coming. Yeah, really? Um, it's like a tale of two Ross Barkleys, right? If he's good, he's great. If he's bad, he's terrible. Um, and, yeah. then, and, the, the, and then uh, Lukaku, he'll score against – he can score against anybody. It, I, I, sometimes I feel like he's more motivated than others. And I, I, I mean, <sighs> Crystal Palace has been so bad there that you have to start thinking about relegation for Crystal Palace, even though it's almost unthinkable. And it looks like Andros Townsend might go back to Newcastle now. Yeah. That's something we used to love uh, on Crystal Palace. What's happening with the midfield at Crystal Palace that we've, that I used to tout that any forward in front of them would score 20 goals. Yeah. Uh, in fairness, I think that was only 15 goals. 15, 15. Um, that's... And there's a, there was a, speaking of Crystal Palace forwards, there was uh, articles out today that um, Christian Benteke is going to be Diego Costa's replacement at Chelsea. Only, um, oh, hold on. I saw that same article and they said <laughs> only if this, only when desperate. Yeah. They, that, that was your last resort signing. <laughs> they, in fact, the, the first resort signing, well, one of them was the, is, is the Everton strike. Oh. Is, oh my God. <laughs> is Romelu Lukaku. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, the yeah Jeff Schlupp is gonna presumably start after they just grabbed him. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna play him at left back in place of Joel Ward or on the left midfield where Townsend was. Or yep, uh, the, I th- I I think I segued I think I segued to that perfectly for yeah. you. Um, I I just I mean Schlupp people are like talking about being all over him on like DraftKings or everything, but like the. We have not seen he's, – he's going to be playing in a position – if he's playing left back, or he's going to be playing in a position that has gotten basically no value this entire year. So the idea that like all of a sudden that's going to be the center of crossing for Crystal Palace seems a little naive to me. But um, Need to have the ball in the offensive third to cross it. Well, that too. <laughs> um, and But if he plays as kind of a midfielder, um, you know, it's it, it's still not – I don't know. I, I think people are getting very excited about Jeff Schlupp over seeing a few random good games and ignoring the ones that he was absent or basically invisible in. Um, especially since like Crystal Palace have been so bad that like Jeff Schlupp's going to be the guy who like <laughs> brings them out of this. Yeah, he was picked up in our Premier Target division. Yeah, which is astounding. Yeah, I, I I understand people taking a shot in like a deep league like that. Although that's not even that deep. Not league. that deep. But like people especially are talking about him on DraftKings. I'm like, where's the? Yeah, especially because he's classified as a midfielder. He's not classified yeah. as a defender, so you're not getting any value there. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm just not sure where where everybody's getting all this. I mean, again, we we've seen like flashes of it, but the idea that he's going to become this fantasy force playing as a 
left back or some sort of left-sided midfielder for Crystal Palace when um, Big Sam, like there, there hasn't been anybody in these positions under Big Sam who've um, who produced. Yeah. And on the Everton side, uh, speaking of like transfer rumor stuff, uh, if you were th- if you were waffling or going back and forth, I know this is a very large segment of the population I'm talking to here uh, about Gerard Deulofeu. <laughs> it's safe to dr- it's, it's safe to drop him now. Uh, Ronald Koeman said that he can go for, uh, find employment elsewhere, which means he's not playing anytime soon. That doesn't mean you should drop him, though. I mean, what happens if he lands in the Premier League somewhere? I think we both know he's going to Spain. Uh, oh, I saw uh, Milan were interested. Oh, Milan too fine. Yeah, yeah that, that that's fine. He's going. He's going out of this country. Okay, meaning that country. That <laughs> Since country, we're not in yeah. that country either. He's also leaving United States. He's <laughs> never been in here. All right. Uh, this is Everton all over it, right? I mean, this is somewhat. I mean, Lukaku's going to be a pretty, uh, probably a pretty decent pick on like Taga Perfect Eleven, and probably on maybe even on DraftKings. Yeah, he'll I mean, probably get a decent amount of shots too. Yeah, he's obviously pretty goal dependent to to really make value, but yeah, he'll be popular. I think Kevin Morales will actually be more popular than Barkley because he's taken some set pieces on DraftKings for sure. On DraftKings, yeah, and then um, Fanduel. I wonder if Morgan Schneiderlin will get some some love because I think he's still pretty cheap. And um, is he going to start though? I don't see why not. Like I understood not starting last week, but. Um, it feels like he he should be ready to start yeah. now. I mean, yeah. I, 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 one of my target teams hopes so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he played twenty five minutes last week, so I think he's. Yeah, that means he's ready. Yeah, after not playing at all this season. That's right. All right, uh, let's go on to uh, Burrow, who uh, they take on West Ham at home. Uh, Itor Karenka's side, of course, is probably is going to set up defensively and look to hit West Ham on the counter. I think West Ham is perfectly susceptible to that kind of attack. Uh, Dimitri Payet, will he play? No. He's, he's done in England. Mikel Antonio. Very much so. I know he'll play. <laughs> my my question is, will you like him as an option in this game? Um, I wrote up our DraftKings article this week, and I, I ended up writing up Antonio. I really didn't want to um, because Middlesbrough have just been so good defensively at home. And, I mean, they've been so horrific in the attacking uh, part of the field subsequently. But um, Antonio just has been doing so much. Uh, he crosses a decent amount in open play. He takes a good number of shots. Obviously, had the three assists last weekend. Um, he just does enough where um, he gets plenty of consideration, even uh, against Burrow. But um, Burrow, I- I'm hoping, based on their two new additions, that they'll try to open up a little more in the attack, which theoretically should allow mm-hmm. Antonio to attack them on the other side mm-hmm. with your new with your boy back in Bur- Burrow. Oh, Patrick Bamford? Yeah. Yeah, he's a really good bench warmer for every Premier League team he's been on. Do you think, I know you don't really think this, but do you think he's just not good enough for the Premier League? His, I mean, his career has taken, he, he even he has admitted that his career has stalled. Um, you know, it, it's, I think it's it's like that, um, it's like the wall that a lot of like a lot of sophomore players hit, like soft like the sophomore year in the in the NFL. Like if mm-hmm. you had a good rookie year, your second year you're gonna just hit a wall. So you know, like the book, like the book is out on Patrick Bamford in terms of his creativeness at Burrow in the championship. They, people kind of looked at it and said, "Oh, this is how you stop him," and then boom, it was he was stopped. So he hasn't made his adjustments 
I so. think you're giving him much more credit than he deserves. He's a 20 goal scorer. Yeah, I don't think anybody was watching championship highlights and being like, we have to stop this guy, particularly since he was gone from them anyway. But like the fact that he like, I'll, I'll like he hasn't played way. enough for somebody to, to, to want to have to stop him. Which young forward plays first, Jordan Rhodes or Patrick Bamford? Um, I think Rhodes is hurt anyway, but Rhodes has played this year. I'm just saying like but now that they are both on the same team, I don't think either of them play. OK. So really, then, like, it, like to be honest, if they, neither of them, if you don't think either of them are going to play, I mean, let's be honest, talking about Bamford's kind of pointless, right? Yeah, I was just trying to rub him in. Oh, sure, yeah, that's, that's fine. There was nothing yep. more to that. Yep. Uh, like again, mental faculties not yeah. firing on all cylinders. Uh-huh. Were you? Uh, what were your thoughts on Sofian Fuguli? He obviously looked good, but because he's yeah, scored, but he's the reason why you beat me in yeah. uh, DraftKings by one point five points last week. That's well, it was I a think. cumulative team effort to beat you, but he was on my team. You know who continues to be absolutely it was, it horrific? Was a, it was a cumulative team effort. <laughs> so, okay, never mind. I'll let that go. Yeah. Go ahead. Aaron Cresswell. I like him. He's just horrific in DraftKings. Just horrific. Uh, I'm, uh, it's a trap. I'm going to fall into that trap. I don't understand why people don't, why he's not priced at like 2900 Oh, if you told me he hadn't crossed once since September, I'd I'd believe you. Has he crossed since September? <laughs> he has two crosses in the last two games. Somehow he had an eight cross game. Where That's that not terrible. No, <laughs> it's not good. No, it's not. This no, whatever. Um, was there a joke you wanted to put in there? No, I was just complaining about Aaron Cresswell. Um, yeah, who do you think wins this game? Burrow, really? Wow! So you think they actually score? If, there, if there's an actual winner, is the oh, other? There we go. Right, like there, you know, there's always the draw. That's the po- that's the possibility, and I think a draw would be, you know, job done for Burrow and be disappointing for West Ham, who had higher asper- aspirations this season. But I've got a quick trivia question for you. Not really trivia, but how many goals has West Ham allowed in the last six games? Zero. So six consecutive clean sheets. No, I know that's not true. I just I'm I'm just gonna err on the lower side. <laughs> the answer the answer is six. No, that's not that's not terrible. It is the, tied for the fourth fewest. Only Manchester United, Tottenham, and Chelsea have allowed fewer. Not terrible. Middlesbrough have also just allowed six. <laughs> so theoretically, this should have zero zero written all over it. Yeah, like I said, if there is a winner, it will be Burrow, and it will be a counterattack that is sloppy, but that's that's yeah. how it will be. Burrow have only like, scored like, like, four. You know, you, know, you know who hasn't scored in a while? Christian Stuani. <laughs> uh, no, didn't he just – or I get him mixed up with uh, – no, didn't he just score? No, I guess not. Who? Maybe uh, Ramirez? Gaston but, Ramirez? Yeah, all those guys are the same to me. It they all look Ramirez. the same. Yeah. <laughs> They all wear players. red. They all wear red. Right. It's weird. You know, how can you tell them apart, right? <laughs> uh, we're going down a bad path on this one. Let's go to another game. <laughs> all right. Let's go to Stoke, another there team we that wears red. And Manchester United, another team that wears red. Mm. Uh, 
Well, in this game, they probably won't. But either way, we are going to the bet 365, and Manchester United are um, going to win. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, Manchester United do look like they're going to take a W in this one, but Stoke coming off another a, a really good offensive performance, uh, particularly Peter Crouch looks like he's about 10 years younger and yeah. playing for Liverpool. Yeah. He, yeah, he looks great. But, you know, come on now. Well, I mean, it, it, it's 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 the uh, he's playing against the unluckiest team in the league, right? <laughs> who 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 else can spell uh, who else can punctuate a spell of unluckiness than Peter Crouch? Yeah, right. Um, do He'll you do think, the robot dance all over Jose Mourinho? Do you think Wilfried Bonnie plays more than ten minutes the rest of the season? In which league? <laughs> I don't think he's moving from Stoke. Oh, he can't. Hey, can he? Why can't he? I don't, I don't even. Oh, because well, he was alone. Oh, he was alone. Never mind. They, yeah, he, I thought it was a transfer. Anyway. Um, Either way. Uh, um, no. The short answer is no. Unless there's an injury. Like, unless there's multiple injuries and he's the only one left. Right. Multiple. Like, Mark, like truly yeah, like, multiples. Yeah, because like, it would have to be like Marco Anatovich would have to be injured to not play the number nine. Uh, Jonathan Walters would have to be injured. Boyan would have to be injured. Like, there'd have to be a lot of injuries. Afalai. He would not play the nine. He's been playing further back. Uh, uh, he hasn't really been playing at all, but that's true. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. No. It's um, yeah. I mean, as much as you can, I think you. There's every reason, like every Manchester United option, um, and on Fanduel, you'd probably look at Bruno Martin's Indy and Shawcross for the clearances. Ugh, I yeah. think Lee Grant might be a popular goalkeeper option just because yeah. saves. Yeah. Um, I wrote him punches, you know, like punches from corners. Yeah. Uh, Successful take ons. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, Let's get to the side that I will actually know. There are some stoke people that matter. Um, I mean, it's got to be Paul Pogba as your number one midfielder in this game. Correct. Uh, I I would put Mkhitaryan ahead of him. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe not. Maybe not for a goal, but I think you have Mkhitaryan enough on corners and stuff like that, that um, I think he has a better floor at least we can call it that that's fair uh and and, and where would you slot then where would you slot pogba on in with you would put him ahead of shakiri and on out yeah, oh yeah yeah okay and by decent margin right it's like like the price drop with the price difference would be justified yes okay so you think this is manchester united like two nil something like that because they're on the road yeah and stoke's a tough place to play with the wind yeah yeah i think that's right Cool. Nothing else to say then. Uh, Birdmouth are at home against Watford. I have no clue who will start at forward for Birdmouth, and it's constantly a frustration because I have <laughs> Callum Wilson in so many places. Um, Benekafobi somehow not playing in AFCON still gets starts. Joshua King will get starts. Callum Wilson will get starts, and none of them will score goals. Yes, the Junior Stanislas and Ryan Frazier show. Yes, I, I, I have used Ryan Frazier. That's right. Uh, Ryan Frazier, who drew the penalty, I believe, yep, last sure week. sure did. And didn't get the assist on DraftKings because that's how they work. Another reason why I lost. Yeah. You lost because of the rules, which have been the same the whole time. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I get them confused. That he yeah. got Frazier got an assist on Taga. Does it's he not get, the assist. Would, would you get... So if that's the case, then if the penalty is missed, you should still get a chance created. Okay. I don't think I'm not you do, saying though. they do or don't. Yeah, I don't think you do. 
Well, that's, that's, that, that's the slippery not, slope you go to when that's you start nuts awarding on them, assists then. No, for You should always try to get people points. Don't – like this is fantasy. Get people points. Get people cheering for stuff. Yeah. Uh, Simone and Simon Francis are both still out, so I don't know if we're going to see Tyrone Mings again after his own goal last weekend, but it was not good. Um, to be fair, Watford don't pose nearly the threat that, uh, I agree. uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's not, I mean, who who, I'm looking to see who Bermuth played even last week. Hopefully, Hall. Uh, Hall. Oh, never mind. They, they do pose the exact same. They do pose the exact same kind of threat as Hall. In that well, area. it was that was at Hall. This is Watford on the road. Um, I was telling you before we started recording that I was having. I'm, I'm actually basically in the middle of a Twitter conversation with Chris Mozinski about Junior Stanislas. He felt Stanislas was the 21st best midfielder this week, which I thought was insane. That's a joke. Home against Watford, but um, bold stance, but it's a joke. Uh, he's just not, he doesn't think there's many goals in this one. That's why. Yeah. He's just embarrassed. He didn't think of them. And he's just doubling down on his ignorance. <laughs> I think that's a little strong. I think he's quite convinced nobody's doing much in this game. Who would you take on Watford? If you don't think Burnmouth can shut you know, I, I was going to ask you, is there a more disappointing forward this season than Troy Deeney? Yeah. It's, um, I mean, he was always like a goal dependent forward, but, um, I mean, if you, if you really look at like, falling off a cliff igalo has fallen much further than dini yeah but like the expectation wasn't as high um i mean igalo no, still scored what 15 yeah, goals last year no i know i know but he got that all early in the season later on in the season was all dini yeah um yeah i i mean yes they're both amazingly poor this season uh in fact it's been stefano okaka who's been the best of the three yeah i kind of like christian cabaselli because he's been playing as a midfielder and he's listed as defender most places. So he had a good yeah, game last weekend. Yep. Another reason why you beat me last week in DraftKings. Yep. Yep. Accumulative team effort. That's right. That's right. <sighs> Junior Stanislas is the number one option from this game. I think so. Etienne Capua is the number two option in this game. Mm, not for I'm me. Kidding. No. Ryan Frazier is the number two option in this game. Uh, no, Charlie Daniels. I was going to say Daniels actually might. Capua's yeah. um, actually been been crossing a decent I, amount um i i, I wasn't saying well, that joke i guess I wasn't saying it jokingly yeah. i said it, well, yeah, I said it for the first time seriously this whole season <laughs> um yeah i would i would still like daniels over capu so i would consider a lay boss again i guess right. can um, we please talk about a game that matters sure all right manchester city are at home against tottenham manchester city coming off the biggest bare bottom spanking of pep guardiola's career mm-hmm. Uh, losing 4-0 last week to Everton, as we mentioned earlier. And there's no team that's playing better now than Tottenham. Yes. Especially because they're going to play the type of game that just – that frustrates Manchester City because they cannot take pressure on the ball. If they lose the ball, they're going to give up a counterattack and give up one-on-one situations. And that defense can't defend one-on-one. And Tottenham have shown that they are blistering quick and are very technical in one-on-one situations when attacking. Yes. This is a total style mismatch. Totally agree. Uh, there was somebody who commented on my Saturday cheat sheet, like wondering why Man City's favored in this game. And I mean, the answer is basically because they're at home. But it's a little surprising uh, just considering how they've been of late and how 
uh, Spurs have been of late. Um, so, uh, you know, there's not only are Tottenham excellent defensively, but uh, they've been scoring a ton. Like they, they, if if they ran all over Man City, like I'm not sure anybody should be that shocked. Uh, that being said, uh, I might fade this game completely. I don't think many people are going to take many players from this game because uh, either uh, this is what's going to have to happen. This is the game that has the superstars in it, though. I mean, outside I know, of Zlatan, I know. Like... it's 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 going to be it's going to be a very weird selection slate for people. I mean, there's going to be a lot of like Christian Christian Benteke or, or Romelu Lukaku, and well, you know, without and without Pyatt playing for West Ham, it's like like the midfield option gets pretty barren well, pretty quick. I think that's going to actually be why people do pay up uh, because it's I think this is going to be a slate where I think Jordan Cooper said earlier today on Twitter that he thinks this is going to be a slate where like the optimal lineup has like thousands of dollars in salary left and I think that's what's going to happen that people are going to build their lineups and they're going to pick guys like Phillips and Stanislas and they're going to realize they have all this money left over and they're going to be way too tempted and they're going to say you know what I'll just take De Bruyne or I don't need Ben Techie because I can get Aguero and people are going to start paying up and it's going to ruin their whole lineup. I, I have zero. That. So I have zero dollars left over on my DraftKings lineup. Uh, that's fine. I'm just saying, I, I think people are going to real cause you don't have the Liverpool guys either. So I, think, I know I think people are going to um, have money left over and pay up for um, guys. They don't want. Yeah, uh, so, from this and, game, it, this is where they're going to come from. Yeah, uh, and the game. I mean, the, actually, the person who I like a lot in like Taga or in Fanduel would be Musa Dembele in this game. Uh, As a nice source of, of of overall stat sheet points. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. I think that's where the game's going to be won. I think he's going to be the reason why too. Um, the, the, I mean, the one the, the linchpin here is that Tottenham are going to have to change. Like, they're going to have to make a big change defensively because Vertonghen's out. I actually don't know if it's going to be. A, in fact, I'm not sure they changed at all. No, no. I just. I, I mean, I, I. It's the reason why they've been so solid this season is because they've been solid defensively, and Vertonghen is a reason why. I. I yeah, that's, I, I get that, but I, I think if they move Eric Dyer back there. Well, I, I mean, they it's... were playing back. They were playing back three. Yeah. Yep. Right, and and unless you're saying that Kevin Vimmer just comes in in the back three. Are you are you comfortable? Are you comfortable with that? I think a Vimmer, Dyer, Alderweireld back three is okay. Well, they're gonna get they're gonna get their money's worth in terms of a test this weekend. Yeah. Then. Yep. That's kind of the reason why I'm. Well, that, maybe they will. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're saying, I mean, Tottenham also, like I said, like I said when we opened up talking about this game, Tottenham are gonna press Man City so hard on the ball. And that's Pochettino's style, and it takes a long time to get players to be just that fit to do to play his style. But then, secondly, what, once it's once it's there, it is you can't practice for it. You cannot practice for the intensity in which Tottenham play. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I think we're also um, kind of discounting how good Man City. I mean, can be on the counter too. Um, although. Kevin De Bruyne has been so bad for weeks now that yep. um, I'm not sure what's it, going on with him. It, it's been the lack of Fernandinho. That's been the problem. I'm kidding. Oh, I, I'm not sure you're wrong. Uh, it doesn't help, but it's it, 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 Fernandinho is not the linchpin of that team. Uh, I agree, but it, it forces them to uh, 
play who they uh, Pablo Gund- Zabaleta next to Gund- Yaya Gund- Torre. Gundawan Gund- is the one they're missing most. That's true. <laughs> that, you know, let, let, let's, let, he's the balance that they had between the back line and the front line. Yeah, but but I still think uh, Fernandinho partnering with Yaya Torre in the holding midfield is a significant upgrade from Pablo Zabaleta and Yaya Torre. Yeah, it, th- that's just that's just the midfield. It's not a holding midfield. They happen to play there, but they don't actually hold anything. <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe they are holding the ball with their hands, and that's also a problem. Mm-hmm. That's Pogba's move, not wrong side of that, Manchester. That that is right. He he he'll be playing tight end for some team in the NFL very soon, Paul Pogba. <laughs> yeah, I would uh, like I said. The only, problem, the only <clears throat> problem with the NFL is he can't showcase his hair. Mm, good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just uh, not that I think this game is scoreless, but I'm just not sure you're going to get enough value out of the guys that you're going to have to pay up for because mm-hmm. they happen to be these two teams. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's go on to Sunday, uh, a game that I do think is zero zero, and it's just going to be two shadow boxers just kind of dancing around a ring for 90 minutes. Is Southampton at home against Leicester? Uh, Southampton can't score, and Leicester won't score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is about who punches first. And I think if one person punches first, they'll both fall down. <laughs> um, on the plus side for Leicester, it doesn't help them in this game, but it looks like Algeria is going to crash out of AFCON very soon, which means Slimani and Mares will come back earlier than expected. But um, again, that doesn't help them here. So uh, yeah, I mean, both of these teams are, I mean, Southampton, I think are better. It's that lack of attack. Like that is a huge, huge problem. You can't win if you don't score. Yeah, um, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm the only one who ranked. Did I? I think I'm the only one who ranked Casper Schmeichel um, this week. It's possible. Yeah, I know I did rank him, but at least I think I, I think <clears> I. Yeah, the. Uh, yeah, I did not. Uh, I I ranked uh, Forster, which is kind of crazy to me now that I'm looking at it. Um, yeah, they're. I don't. I agree. I don't expect much. If this was zero zero, um, everybody would be like, "Yeah, okay, that's that sounds about right." Yeah. and which means then like Brian Bertrand, um, Cedric Suarez, if he plays, or if they go Sam McQueen or Cuco Martina, who whatever defenders they happen to play, um, they have some value, and then furthermore, Christian Fuchs may have a little bit of value. Yeah, guy Nate that we haven't talked about much. Yeah. Um... Ben Chilwell's been playing pretty well at left back too. That's, so. Yep, yep. That that's uh, the name that people will be probably clutching uh, to. Although I, I think he played more in the midfield. Um, in their yeah, last that's game, even so. better. Yeah, uh, I mean, but how are they going to deal with the loss of Jeff Schlupp? Mm-hmm. And everybody just loves him at Palace. Anyway, uh, I got nothing more to say on this game. All like right, it. let's go on to the the battle of uh, how many points will Tom Heaton score as he travels <laughs> to the Emirates to take on Arsenal. Uh, who knows? This could be a ten-save shutout in a, in a nice zero-zero affair, where that Arsenal will <laughs> that will kindly oblige to my my sensibilities. Gross. Um, it, yeah, I mean, the, theoretically, well, not theoretically, Spurs and and Man City will get at least one point each, or somebody's getting three points. So it's not like Arsenal can make up a ton of ground. Uh, well, I guess they're ahead of uh, Man City now, but this does feel like a classic Arsenal, you know, should roll all over them and Heaton makes, just like against Man United earlier. Yeah, 10 saves in the shutout. Yeah. Arsenal may play down to their opponent. 
Ugh. Olivier Giroud sounds like he's going to be fit. Hector Bellerin's back. I mean, they have a pretty, they have most of their first teamers. Walcott's out, I guess, but um, Giroud's been playing well enough that it it's okay. Hey, you're missing the key component. Santi Cazola's been out and will be out for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aaron Ramsey's still on the uh, team. And Alex, uh, Alexis Sanchez, by the way, is not happy playing out on the wing. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, well. I mean, he has goals in two straight, and he had 17 shots in the two games before that. So I think he was just upset about getting pulled when they were up 4 nothing, which is both great and awful because you don't want him to be upset. There was a So I guess <clears throat> Arsene Wenger said a few weeks ago that he didn't want to answer any more questions about Ozil and Sanchez's um, contracts that are up after the next season. And Arsenal... The Arsenal like Twitter feed posted a video from the press conference today. Uh, this is Thursday, and there was a reporter asking a question. Like he said something like, "I'm not going to ask again about Ozil and, and Sanchez." And he started saying his question, and Arsene Wenger kind of cut him off, and he's like, "You can." And he was like, "Okay, well, uh, is there any update on them?" And he was like, "No, there's no update." And like everybody laughs, and it's like, "Why is Arsenal like making light of this? Like th- these are the two best players that you do not have under contract after next season. You're apparently trying to get them, but like they're not paying them, and now we're like joking around that nothing is happening on it. Like of anyone to not be joking about it, it should be them. You just don't get British humor. Rant over. He's French. In Britain." <laughs> The Brits were the ones that were laughing. Oh. Super dry, super, super dry humor. S- stupid. And I wouldn't You're take just anybody... not sophisticated, Andrew. That's what You're it is. My dumb American PK attitude of soccer is just. Uh, yep. Away, ga- away games. That's right. Road games. Road games. Road games. Sorry. Road games. <laughs> You're right. It's a way match. That's right. Yeah. My, my PKs on road games. And, um, and I wouldn't touch anybody from Burnley. In this. Yeah, yeah. In this. Yeah. It's going to be a two game slate. You're gonna to have to pick somebody from Burnley or Hull. Actually, I guess you'd pick you'd pick Heaton. Uh, Sorry, uh, never mind. Although Yakupovich could be just as good. You sound like one of those dumb Americans clamoring for the days of the run-up penalty kick. Yeah, yeah coming to a World Cup near you. Yes, that's right. The MLS stopped that for some reason. I don't understand. It wasn't MLS. It was uh, or NASL, whatever. Yeah, there you go. They or, stopped it because they stopped existing. <laughs> Hmm. All right, let's go on to the last game of the slate where hopefully Chelsea just put a quick mercy killing on Hull City mm-hmm. at home. <laughs> did you know, uh, going back to dumb Americans, did you know that Adama Diomande played for Bob Bradley in Norway at Staubach? Nope. I didn't either until listening. Did you know that, did you know that Adama Traore is number three in yes, successful take-ons in the league? I is it because that. I told you that the, like a week ago or no, something? No, I've known that for weeks because John Wallen keeps talking about it also. Um, the right. And now Chelsea want right? to buy him in order to not play him. That That's was right. like any thought. No, 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 no. Not, not to not play him to loan him to, to um, that, the Netherlands. Great. Um, do you think Diego Costa starts? He's back in full training this week. Do you think he plays? Yeah, I do. Simple as that, huh? Yep. Yeah, tail be- he had he came back tail between his legs. He got embarrassed. He was trained by himself for a while. Uh, had to take the media hit, and uh, you know, as long as he performs, everything will be fine. Yeah. So Willian back to the bench. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's so unfortunate because Willian is really good. Mm. 
Remember when Kurt Zuma was a thing? Yep. <laughs> Remember when Nathan Ake was a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Do you like Abel Hernandez this week? Your boy? Nope. Yeah. Tom nope. Huddlestone? No, because he cut his hair. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, well, he scored a goal, so he cut his hair. Oh. That was the deal. He, he didn't he, score he, the goal, though. No, no, it was like last year. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, what I'm saying is like last year, like yes, he had his yes. hair really, really long and then he scored a goal and cut it. Yes. I guess he gave some money to charity. I guess that's okay. Who's your top play from Chelsea? Marcus Alonso. Okay. Just best overall, like potential for points because he'll be forward the entire game. Um, yeah, I get that. Uh, maybe Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard. I think we're, we, I think people are going to look at, Alonzo's two goals and be like, oh yeah, he's back. And when they look at all the other stats, they don't see a whole lot because he yeah, I mean, still doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah, I, I, you know, I I got ahead of myself. It's 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 Eden Hazard, and it's, and it's Eden Hazard. I was trying to be creative and try to get someone like off the board, mm-hmm. but I forgot that he had scored twice last week, so everyone's probably thinking about him anyway. Do you do you, would you say Hazard if you knew Willian was starting? If I knew Willian was starting? Yeah. Yes, I would. Because okay. Willian's more responsible defensively than Pedro is. So that would encourage Hazard to stay more forward. Okay. Let's get through our DraftKings team, shall sure. we? Yeah. All right. We are running out of show very quickly. All right. I will start because I lost last week, just like every week. Uh, so I I put Joel Robles in goal for, uh, for Everton against Crystal Palace. At five thousand, and I have, and I have uh, defenders in Adam Smith for Burnmouth at forty six hundred, and George Friend at forty seven hundred for Middlesbrough. Hmm. Hmm. None of which I like a lot. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I I was I, I basically I saw Tom Heaton wasn't available on the slate and I panicked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I went with Lee Grant at 3,800. Um, That's solid. Mostly because I just don't, I just don't understand, not that I don't understand it, but the goalkeeper just seems so random. And, it is. And if it's not, I haven't figured it out. I, yeah, um, I was tempted to do Vito Minone at 3,900. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, Grant... Like even if Grant gave up four goals but made eight saves, like that, that's okay. Which that shouldn't be okay, but at thirty eight hundred is anyway. Uh, I paid thirty five hundred for Christian Cabaselli again, um, six hundred bucks more than last week. But as long as he's playing as a midfielder, I'm I'm in. And then right now I have Charlie Daniels, um, but it could also be Antonio Valencia. Um, yeah, I like yours better. Yeah, I wasn't this sure. Is why, who... This is why you win and I don't. Yeah. Um, the the thing that I, I tweeted this earlier today, but I'm going to say it here as well. Uh, a lot of, I've heard from multiple people that Antonio Valencia, as one guy described it, is now the best crosser in um, in the Premier League. And the other one said he is the uh, most accurate crosser in the Premier League. Uh, Valencia Neither of which are accurate. Well, Valencia has the most open play, accurate open play crosses in the Premier League this season with 26 and 
while I think that, I mean, like accurate open play crosses are good on Taga and they're good on, I believe, Yahoo. Um, that being said, he has one assist and it came last weekend. So like, I know a lot of people try to use the whole like, well, crosses is putting yourself in position for assists. And while like that's that technically true? true only because you're happened to be sending a pass to somebody near the goal. But like the, I think there's an expectation that high crossers automatically mean high assists. And how many of those, by the way, are off of short corners? Zero. He hasn't taken a single. Oh, off of short corners. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Because uh, I think, uh, to my knowledge, I, I think Manchester United do short corners too. Mm, Arsenal does do as well but yeah and so it's easy to get it's, it's so but as someone who just taps the ball in it's easy for you to get the ball back and then send an open field cross in yeah maybe uh just, i don't know just, that's just a question of the stat that i have that's yeah all. um it could be i just uh and also like talking about how great open play crossing is when he has 26 in like 18 games like this isn't like a difference making stat keep counting on that um, that being said, he, that he has been crossing a ton anyway, like in open play, I understand. uh, 26 in his last three. So, uh, he's, they don't the have reason. to be accurate. Exactly. Have, exactly. He's the reason why, clear. that's why I considered that. Although Daniel's at home against Watford. I was, I was considering, um, I have Navas 2.0. Anyway, go ahead. Not that bad. Um, I have five midfielders. Do you want them all? I have four. So yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, Mkhitaryan, Phillips, Antonio, and Stanislas. I have two of those. Great. Which ones? Let me guess. Phillips and Stanislas. That's correct. Yeah. I have Paul Pogba, oh. Stanislas, Phillips, and Kevin Morales. Oh, okay. Yeah. You kind of called that one earlier. I, yep. was a little, I was a little surprised that you called it that quickly um, <laughs> during, during the Everton analysis. I mean, I, I know what I'm talking about here, right? Uh, why do you like Pogba? Uh, matchup. Stoker, not great. But what are you expecting out of him? That's what that's that was really my question. Maybe some crosses, maybe a goal, maybe an assist. You'll see. I, I'll, spo- I'll, I'll spoil it. I have Ibrahimovic as well. Okay. I'm anticipating a big offensive output from Manchester United. Okay. So those two tend to be in the middle of those outputs, um, and I and I want maximum shares of it. Yeah. I think Manchester United will score like three or four goals. Hmm. And I think that they'll be a part of a lot of them. Okay. I have Ibra as well, but I thought Mkhitaryan was the right. How do you have five midfielders? Um, I'm sorry, four, four midfielders. (laughs) Apologies. It's not like I caught you when you only named four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My fault. My fault. (laughs) I'm playing Ibra as like a, as the number 10. So he's just (laughs) his favorite position. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Four midfielders. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. Are you missing? Oh no. So it's Phillips, uh, uh, Stanislas Pogba, and who's the other? Oh, Morales, right? Morales. Yeah, yeah. I I I prefer Mkhitaryan to Pogba. Do you have money left over? Five hundred bucks. I have zero dollars left over. Yeah, I think if you, I, I, I did it wrong. <laughs> oh, it's be, oh, it's because if I if I change like one of my defenders down to uh, Cabasele. So that... so right. That's another thing is that like people tend not to want to pay up it at defender if it's not like james milner so you'll have you know if you're if you have cabaselli in a 40 100 or even cheaper you know some sort of punt i mean you're you're thousands left over and so all of a sudden you're like all right well do i really want matt phillips or when i can have kevin de bruyne and i think that's when people start making that mistake yep 
Yeah, but neither of us picked anyone from that game from from City and Tottenham. Yeah. I'll, so just, I'll do the Jordan Cooper method of just hoping a meteor hits the stadium and that nobody gets any points from that game. And on that note, we will end this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For Andrew, I have been Mike, and this has been just one kind of meteor hitting the landscape of Fantasy Premier League. We hope you guys do a little better than we do. Uh, well, unless you play against us and something for money, then I hope you just play one point worse than yeah. me. I hope you have a great week and you just lose. Specifically to To me. us, yeah. You can beat everybody yes. else. You can beat everyone else. Just don't beat us. Right. All right. And with that deal in place, we will end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Full binding agreement right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. Good thing that happened after the podcast. I just knocked over some water. <laughs> Who said this is after? Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.